Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. And before we get into it, maybe I'll ask Cameron George this text message on the text machine from Jamie. Great show, guys. Reffing was Kempi. I'm wondering why the Warriors are... Well, it was shocking, let's be honest. But, <laughs> Kempe, I'm wondering why the Warriors are waiting so long to come home. The next five rounds are tough, but we could have played the Raiders and Rabbitohs at Mount Smart for a huge advantage. That is from Jamie. Well, we'll ask the question to Cameron George, and no doubt he's probably been asked that question many a time. So who will have the answer for you? After a productive few weeks, the Warriors' win streak came to a halt yesterday afternoon when the Roosters got the rub of the green at the Sydney Cricket Ground while fans were in disbelief. With the officiator, Nathan Brown was more disappointed in some of the attack offered from his side. Back here in NZ, CEO Cameron George was watching on, and he's on the line now. Morning, Cam. Good morning, boys. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, quick quick reaction to, to yesterday's performance. We, we listened to Nathan Brown's uh, post-match um, conversation in the conference, post-match conference, and... Uh, he didn't really say too much. He was more more blaming the, the players and the team for what unfolded yesterday. But what's your first uh, summation of the match, mate? Yeah, look, it was it was tough going. Um, you know, the boys, you know, the boys had a crack, which is really good. Uh, but you know, I haven't heard Brownie's post-match uh, uh, discussions yet. But um, look, there's, there's some decisions we probably could have made better as a footy team, and. That's what you can't afford to do against uh, against teams like the Roosters. And that Roosters, you just got to be spot on. So, anyway, um, you know the key is there's some really good signs there. We've just got to get it right. That's simple. And um, I know Brownie and that we'll get back to work today and and review that and get on with the show for next week. Cam Kempe here, mate. First six rounds of the competition. You happy with the way the team's going? Uh, it could be better, Kempe. To be honest. Um, now, there's a few early games there that we just missed, and they're the games you can't afford to miss. Uh, they're the ones you want to put in the bank and get the two points. But then the boys, um, you could see with Shawnee in the spine, with Reese and that starting to gel a bit better and understand each other. And as you well know, you know, having your spine together for longer minutes uh, gets you better results. And I was happy then starting to see a real build upon a platform that, that saw some consistency. And I thought our middles were really starting to shape up. Um, and then, you know, missing Lodgy yesterday and Jazz getting suspended. You know, they're things you can't afford to have happen. So uh, if we get them back on the park, I think we'll look back on the first six, seven rounds and go, we could have done a bit better, but we 
we've got a few wins to work on. Yeah, look, your middle's going real good. Um, <clears throat> uh, Fanua Blake has been outstanding there, leading the side around the pitch. What um, what do you what do you take on Reese Walsh's game uh, with Sean back in the side? Are you happy with the way that he's developing? Oh, I thought he's um, you know, Sean's been instrumental in bringing him along, okay, but he's got a. Uh, um, <laughs> Reese is uh, he's going to take a deep breath and really plan the way he wants to play. But I mean, that's taking Reese's natural ability away. You know, like he's Sean's game managing, and, and Reese is just having a, a real crack at playing some footy. But um, at times, I think we've just got to get back into a bit of a game plan and sort of execute a, you know, an outcome that's going to be better for you know for everyone. But um, you know, he, he's just a kid still learning. He's full of enthusiasm. He, he, he's the first to sit up the front of the room, campaign reviews, and ask questions and. You know, talk to the team about things. So he's he's got a package there. It's just it's just learning, um, I suppose, when to push the button and when not to. Mm, I'm seeing him. He's getting really busy, yeah, particularly that that play with you know just out of nothing inside to from Sean Johnson, and he just does that kick. So he can create anything out of nothing, and that's what I love about about Reece Rolls. But today we we started the conversation uh, at the start of the hour, the six o'clock hour, about the officiating and about some of those calls in the match, and uh, particularly in that second half. It was 5-1 penalty count in the first half. They come out, they, they get three straight. Probably fair enough, they discipline let them down. But just some of those calls, particularly Reese Walsh, when he uh, got the ball stripped out of him, they scored the try with Arthurs, and then I think it was Aidan Fanua Blake with that strip. Just some of those calls, mate, for you, uh, you, fr- you must be frustrated, and, and are we going to see anything from, from the referees uh, on these kind of calls in the match? I know for me... As a fan and supporter, it isn't the first time. It's been happening for years. We just haven't been getting the rub of the green. Yeah, look, it's it's difficult to take on behalf of our fans and our footy club. Absolutely, there's some calls there that are, you know, very questionable or, or we certainly don't agree with. But, um, you know, we'll review that today. And if we need to go to the NRL, we will. But I think I'm better off to leave that there and... Uh, just go through the process uh, internally and, and ask the right questions if we have to. Yeah, good on you, Will Cam. they own it? Will they own it, Cam? I just want to ask you, will they own it, though? Like, will they come uh, out and, and own that they've got it wrong and, and say it? Hey, well, because from any well, normal they, human you know, being, you can they see they got Graham it wrong. Graham, yeah, Graham Ennisley will come out at some stage this week and following their reviews, and, um, you know, they'll say A, B, and C was right. The rest were wrong, mm. and... and but I mean, that, by then, we're, we're naming a team for next week, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. That's how quick we've got to move on with it. Yeah, that's exactly that's right. Hey, Cam, I just, um, I don't know, Robbo probably called you, mate, after he bumped into me again on 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 the uh, on the St Mary's Trail. Yes, uh, when was that? Saturday morning. And he let a cat out of the bag, mate. Apparently got a couple of big signings coming in um, hot. Is one of those Cam <laughs> Munster? <laughs> No, mate, we, uh, we've got a thing called the salary cap. Um, but we, uh, look, I, I don't know what Robbo had said, but um, I'll just watch his space and uh, hopefully in the next week or two we can we can have a chat and um, talk about some individuals. But we've got a, just a little bit of finalisation to have on some uh, some people who bring a lot to our squad over the next couple of years. Nice, nice. Can, can you take us on a little Easter hunt? Can you go take us on a little Easter hunt? Drop a, drop a few little clues or something like that, Kim? Mate, <laughs> currently, currently registered as an NRL player. <laughs> does he does he wear a number nine jersey? Is what I want to know. 
Oh, it could be upside down. It could be. Oh, it right might be Munster. Down. Might be Smith. Okay, you got me. You got me. But you got me both sides of that. Hey, Cam. Hey, look, listen. You've got the boys coming home to play the Tigers uh, in round sixteen. It's going to be a. You know, we looked at the Phoenix yesterday. Eighteen thousand people down there. Uh, pretty disappointed for the Phoenix losing 4 0. But it must be exciting coming home. Plus, the staff here, there must be a big shout out to them for Dave Curran and, and the office keeping it running. Mm. Um, you must be really looking forward to that happening. Yeah, exactly. Hence why we were able to get home this week and just put all the all the tickets on sales you know, this week, which has been going fantastic. And I think we've only got a few thousand left. Um, but look, we are. We're, we're very excited. Yeah, it, I'm a little bit frustrated because. Um, you know, at the start of the year, well, November last year, when our government, New Zealand, um, you know, laid out this 12-month plan to reopen the country, um, you know, for us, we had to go and make our plans, as, as you'd appreciate, and, and those were to play in Australia. Um, it wasn't until July that she said, the, the Prime Minister, that we wouldn't be, you know, open for business again. Um, so we had to go and commit to stadiums, we had to go and commit to schooling and, and Offices and everything in Australia, and you just can't backflip what the government had done so much in the last six months. And it's really it's locked us into July in Australia. Um, otherwise, you know, we potentially could have come back early and played games. Um, but look, we're so excited about coming home in July, and I uh, can't wait. The boys are so pumped, um, and you know, we're really looking forward to the the opportunity to play at our sacred home ground, firstly, and in front of our great fans. Yeah, no, we can't wait to have you home, man. I know you spoke, uh, you made some comments uh, maybe a month or so ago about next year going forward when the NRL is, uh, is planned, maybe having potentially all the games away and home in New Zealand. Do, do you expect, uh, have you got any traction from that from the NRL? I know a lot of the teams over there were agreeing with you and, and said it would be great. And then for you guys to be able to travel around New Zealand, are we going to expect some other games in different parts of the country? Yeah, I hope so. Um, having some really productive conversations with other footy clubs and so on, they're, they're all really open to it. Mm. One of the biggest challenges we've got next year, which could help us, um, the FIFA World Cup is on in Australia and New Zealand. Mm. A lot of the stadiums are, are blocked out uh, for two or three months. So your Suncorps, your Melbournes, uh, Sydney, the new stadium in Sydney and so on um, are all blocked out. So there are some teams looking to, uh, you know, looking to play games elsewhere. So just having a few chats, trying to work out what that looks like. Um, but equally over here, you've got Eden Park blocked out and Wellington blocked out. So um, mm. there is some chance that we could get a few more games. Um, and I'm working hard on that as we speak. And hopefully uh, we get some good support from local government over here. And that helps it uh, happen, let me tell you. It's good to see you. So you're really embedded in the game now, Cam. I just want to ask this question from a you know, purist as far as the the game in the country what what's your horizon look like as far as the game across the board in New Zealand like you know the worries are really good for the game and winning is absolutely out you know that a few guys are winning rugby league people are just going crazy every day but as far as the game on a whole what's your what's your, what's your horizon look like for the worries and development mate in that space um you know, a lot of it hasn't been seen. And Kempi, you're close to the the coalface here in Auckland and, and other parts. But you know, COVID's really impacted on the you know the participation numbers. I suspect, and also you know the ability to get out and play footy day in day out because of lockdowns and so on. So 
we've invested, you know, more time and money just into getting our structures right um, in terms of resourcing and so on. We are totally and absolutely committed to investing more time and money into representative structures. So, you know, we're speaking at the moment, we're in negotiations with New South Wales Rugby League about what teams we can put into their competitions next year, i.e. New South Wales Cup, a jersey flag, potentially an SG ball team as well. Uh, we're looking, you know, closely at what the, the NRLW competition is going to look like over the next couple of years. So what we want to be is a retail shop front for every young kid in New Zealand wanting to play, play rugby league. Now, you know and I know we can't keep them all, but we want to inspire that generation to play rugby league. And if we can have more and more teams on TV or more and more teams playing in elite competitions in the trans-Tasman sense, uh, hopefully we can inspire kids to play in the Auckland Rugby League or in the Southland Rugby League or wherever they live in New Zealand and hopefully they all channel through and come up to the representative structure we offer. Yeah. Um, that's something that we're really passionate about, uh, but it's something New Zealand Rugby League need to get off their backsides about and start driving some things as well. Yeah, 100%. I think Auckland Rugby League play a massive part in that too, Cam. I think a big yeah. part of this that's missing is that the New South Wales and Queensland structure, that Auckland should be the third state. Not New Zealand, Auckland should be the third state. And if we can get the NRL to invest in Auckland in the competitions, then the Warriors will have definite pathways coming through. Um, Unfortunately, now they don't they don't um, exist. We don't have high school competitions through the 16s, 18s, and coming out into the 20s into our senior football, which is pretty. Um, I guess it's it's raw, it's grassroots. But if we get the support from the NRL that can help fund some sustainable schools competitions and those ju- those junior competitions from 20s through to seniors, I can actually see the benefit of the country on the back of it coming up and supporting a structure and keeping those 500 to 1,000 kids back here in New Zealand. So um, we've done a lot of work at that with the Auckland Rugby League. I know you've, you've, you've been um, connected with Rebecca Russell, the new CEO of the Auckland Rugby League. She looks like she's doing, going to be able to do a fantastic job. With that, with that in mind, what's a, what do you have in your structures at the moment? I know that you've got Grant Proc- Pocklington in there running your junior structures along with Tony Edel. What are you, are you happy with the calibre of players that you're able to keep in New Zealand at the moment? Are we in are we in in good health as far as our junior structures? Oh look, I wouldn't say you know definitely happy with the kids that we're we're signing from within, but the last three years and and, and this is a real this is. A real, um, a real conversation that we have with players. The last three years, we haven't been able to offer a 15 or 16-year-old kid the opportunity to play wearing the Warriors jumper in the big competitions, SG Ball, Harold Matts and so on. At the same time, they're having a, com- a conversation with user Roosters as an example. They can provide that opportunity. Just move to Sydney and off you go. So we've got to start again, mate, next year. I buy into everything you're saying, and I'm excited to sit down with you. So how do we rebirth, relaunch this whole structure, whole pathway system, and get it right from now? COVID's presented us with a great opportunity to do that, but we need some people to forget about the past and create the future. And uh, we need some hard decisions to be made. And I like what you're saying, because it's no different to New South Wales or Queensland. If you want to play in the best footy, you've got to move to the city. And, and you've maybe that's your awkward scenario. And you've got to move the post, and you have to be courageous to do that. And I've said that to Correct. Abdo. I've sent him an email, and I've said that it's going to take a really courageous decision to do this. But I'm pretty sure you've got the people in this country now that will get behind it and support it. Hey, Cameron, it's been wonderful talking to you. Um, you know, 
could tell Robbo I didn't throw him under the bus, so I tried to get the players out of him, but I know that's your job. I'm looking forward to, <laughs> to hearing over the next week what those signings are, and the, either the number six or you said it might be upside down, might be a number nine. Who knows? Um, have, a, have a good day, mate. Welcome home. Yeah, cheers. Thanks, guys, and catch up next time I'm back. That was great. I, I want I want that audio. Kimpy, are you about to run through the wall? <laughs> I am, mate. You like my, look. My passion currently flexing his muscles through the camera. My passion currently, you know, since I since I went to court and <laughs> Joe's took the, terrified right now. <laughs> <laughs> since I went to court in '89 and took the New Zealand Rugby League to court, they missed the boat on the the growth of our country. The New Zealand Rugby League sat back and they should have built competitions in this country to rival New South Wales and Queensland. Instead, they sold the game out. Okay, and what they need to do now, they need the NRL to come in and help us build the the competitions that are going to be sustainable. So, I like what Cam said. Uh, it's put us in a really good position. Hopefully, we can carry that conversation on. Oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. You're loving what Cam George has said. And uh, who would it be? Who is it? They're signing a standoff. Kimpy said, "Do you have a hooker?" And he said, "Maybe upside down." I've just looked through all the players <laughs> available next season off contract. Imagine if they got Kieran Foran back. No, Imagine if that I, was the signing. You, you, want, you want where my money is on it straight away? Yeah, Dylan Brown. Okay, Dylan Brown. Is that who you think? Oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. That's the Kennard's Tire phone line. And if you're a Warriors fan, one word to describe the refereeing yesterday. One word to describe the officiating yesterday. Izzy's got his up after this. Baz and Izzy for breakfast with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.